And we're back. David Avocado Wolf and me, Sonia Zarbatani, living our best life, talking about literally probably every single topic because I think we just love creating content and just talking together, right? So here's what we're going to talk about next. Next is what happens when social media turns on you. So you have an unbelievable following on social media, 12.5 million on Facebook, 371,000 on Instagram, YouTube, how much are YouTube? Tons. Well, I got deleted off of YouTube for one post that I did on CBD. I didn't even make any claims, but there were people who worked for YouTube who wanted me off that platform. Yeah, so we're getting real controversial. So, yeah. It's 10 o'clock at night, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's go a little bit controversial. What we're going to talk about is what happens when you get too big on social media. Yeah. So tell us, walk us through 1.7 billion impressions. That's huge numbers, by the way. It, it's really interesting. Well, I didn't know any of this stuff getting into it, right? I got into social media because I was good at it. It was fun. I was having a great time with it and just like, let's keep going mm. and let's just keep growing it. Let's just get into it. And I always did it myself and I always did it differently. Like YouTube's a completely different animal than Instagram and Instagram's completely different than Facebook and Twitter's completely different than all of them. And I do them all differently and I test things. Like to me, Twitter's like, that's kind of like the colon mm. <laughs> of the social media. Like, I, like I just throw like experiments there, see how people react because mm. people are really, really intensely judgmental on Twitter and they'll attack you in two seconds mm, and nice. so I put my more controversial stuff there and just rile them up <laughs> almost you know I must get a cheap thrill out of it I have to be completely honest um, so you know when you do this stuff what you realize and what you we eventually found out is this whole concept of trolling mm -hmm. like people who just f will flip out it doesn't matter you put the most innocuous the most gentle post out there and someone's gonna come in and hate on you for it for whatever reason and so it was just just, to me, I kind of began to look at it because I know they don't know me. And it, so well, that's a huge concept because so many people get affected by social media. So, and, and a lot, a lot of clients that I have and they'll put some pictures out and everything's out, the number of likes, the who's commenting, and they get really, really affected if they're getting some negative comments on things. So how did you kind of build this, was it tough skin? Like how did you, how do you feel that it doesn't even affect you? Well, it got to a point, it's just gradually over my lifetime, I've gotten more and more famous, I guess, or whatever. It, it's been a slow build for 25 years. Yeah. So you build a thicker skin. I've had stalkers, you know, crazy stuff happen over the years. People try to jump on stage, take the mic out of my hand. I had to push them off the stage. That happened to me once in Toronto. That was a wild experience. I've had every possible thing that you could possibly imagine, you know, that happened over the years. So that's kind of how I built up a thick skin. Mm. But the social media is just a fascinating thing because the way that I really deal with it is I know that that person doesn't even know me. They have no idea who I am. So yeah. the trolling is about something inside of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that so that's that's really interesting from a psychological perspective. So I started getting more like instead of reacting, I started getting fascinated. Yeah, I need to. It's so this like it's to me this is so interesting that something that you'll bring out a concept that comes from such a positive space and then they see it in some completely different world because of their upbringing because of you know their pro their patterns and everything else so so you realize that that was coming from them right yeah and i just realized it's it was it's a real message about our whole civilization people are disturbed in our whole civilization i think a lot of it has to do with media 
I really do, where there's been such a negativity of the programming of the news, such, you know, shoot them up, blow them up, beat them up movies, that people are, are like edgy, mm. right? They're irritated. And then you got all this toxic food and toxic diets and toxic air. And so you got people who are very quick to anger because their liver's toxic, they're dealing with toxins in their relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I start realizing, like, what our work is really about which is, you know, our work is we're going to have to come to a place eventually to help redeem these people, like help them overcome these very disturbed parts of their own psyche. And, you know, will I be able to do that? No, but I do know now what the issues really are because I've seen it. So now I realize, okay, what do we need more of in our society? We need more clean water. We need more clean food. We need to detoxify people to bring that irritation down. It's just, it's an irritation. It's an irritant. That's what's going on because that quickness to react and the anger and the judgment they don't know you. And so, so how did you deal with it? Well, at first, did it affect you? You get how it's affecting people? Like how they are totally affected by what people are saying and how people are reacting to them in, on social media? Well, I get how people are affected by it, right? Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm th- I have a thicker skin than most people. Mm-hmm. And so I could see that a lot of people are, are scared away of actually becoming big. And subconsciously, they're scared away of becoming big on social media because they're scared of the trolling. Yeah. And so what did you do? Did you delete the comments? Did you tackle them on? Like, what do you do with, how could you, what tips do you have for people that are dealing with this right now? Well, when you get really big, you want people just on security who, who are just dealing with just intense trolling where people like are constantly butting in and just disturbing, like, you know, creating a ruckus trying, I guess they're trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things I can tell you about social media, now that we're this far into the, into our conversation is, mm-hmm. is block delete. Yeah. Block delete. That's it. And forget about it. Yeah. Just block delete. Somebody's a problem. Block delete. Do not get caught up oh, yeah. oh, in yeah. dealing with these people because they are, and this is a very important word, they're time vampires. Mm. They want to suck up your time. They want to suck up your attention. That's their whole thing. They want attention, mm-hmm. right? So let them get attention somewhere else. They're not going to get it from you. So you just block and delete. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're gone. And so many as well will use big, big platforms to, in the hopes of just like picking at them and picking at them so that they can get, you know, your, your followers attention and they can just get some of your juice, right? Yeah. Some of your following, some of your, like, that's like a total marketing way of doing it. So if you're seeing it as that and not taking this personally and making, you know, going to bed and crying at night because other people have negative things to say about you and they've never even met you, never sat in front of you, have no idea who you are personally, you know, then you can really build that thicker skin, block, delete, and move on to the next one. It's really, it's really important to not get caught up in that negativity, right? And it's just a thing. It's a very interesting thing that the bigger you get in this world, the more negativity is coming at you. And that's when you just step away from it. It's like a test. Yeah. That's I always looked at as like. Oh, this is interesting. This is like testing me at a deeper and deeper level because you get bigger and bigger and bigger in the world and more and more negativity comes at you. I mean, look at Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. what it's crazy the amount of negativity people throw at him that have no idea who even this guy is. Yeah, right? I don't know who he is. Yeah. I've never met him. Yeah. Well, actually I've met him once. I did meet him once. Um at a it was an event somewhere. Jeez, I gotta think about that. But I did meet him one time, but I don't know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I don't pay attention to these politics and all this stuff because I really feel like 
it's all like a puppet show, mm. right? What's really happening is is the deep state that sits behind it all, which really wants okay, we want you know these proxy wars so we can keep selling weapons. You know, we want you know, we want this because we want to be able to control our people, and make sure they don't find out what kind of scams we're up to. I think that's really what's going on in, with governments mm-hmm. and this puppet show in front of the Donald Trump or this person or whoever it is is a here today and gone tomorrow. But people get caught up into it like it's life or death. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my like, god. We have- friends in LA that are just, you know, you know, that, that believe in Donald Trump and they are just being completely like shunned out of their communities. Like it's a whole big thing. And I think that, you know, when you are allowed to, you know, think what you want to think and when you are allowed to just stand for what you believe in and what you feel is true, there's something super powerful about that, whatever that may be. Right. And really coming from a space of like acceptance and maybe wanting to learn more about that person rather than just kind of judging because they're not like you, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's that. this is what's happening in politics all the time and in religion. Mm-hmm. There's so much intense judgment without any knowledge. And it's so funny because you and I are so similar on this religion thing. I have this great obsession with traditionalist religions. I find it fascinating. Like, I'm so into it. I want to always know so much more about it. And you're the same because we come from a space of like, tell me more. Let me understand the thinking. Let me understand the mindset. And by understanding, we can connect. By understanding, we can build friendships. And by understanding, we'll understand that we're really not that different, right? We're really not that different in the core. And we can all be friends and we can all sit at the table with, you know, every single religion there and just have this phenomenal space and time and communication. If you think of it of like, what am I going to learn from this other person? It really is amazing when you get to that place. When you get to a place of like, instead of judgment, you mm-hmm. say, what's there to learn here? So much It's learn. so amazing. So interesting. Right? Yeah, because it's like, just, you know, with Amir's family, like yeah. he's from Saudi Arabia, Muslim family, you know, really at the core of it. I'm absolutely intrigued. I know, you and I, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm like picking his brain all day long. Like, what like, about this? We've got what about that? to plan. Which, we've got things, but we're both like, but wait, Amir, what about? What about this? Right? Okay, so what happens in the house? Okay, so <laughs> we're then We're basically planning our next Saudi and Dubai event just because we want to go in and see And this. check it out, right? <laughs> Zoom in close. All of a sudden, it went from reading treat to like we're going to speak in Saudi <laughs> which we will we're at a yeah we're at a yeah. unique position in the world in that we get to actually see all these cultures and religions in a way that and experience them in a way that was never possible before mm-hmm. we're so lucky it's crazy how lucky we are and I think you know it's so funny because if you're in a traditionalist religion it's almost thought to stay within that but the second that you're just open to learning about others and learning how they deal with it and learning why, it's just all of a sudden, it takes you on to such a deeper level of communication. And to me, you know, when I got into personal development, that's truly what I started to get to is a deeper level of communication. And now my connections that I have with the people around me are, are on such a deeper level because I don't care about the superficial stuff. I, what they do, what they draw, all that stuff, it's like such a waste of money. I couldn't care less. I don't care. I'll probably have a better conversation with a janitor or a, or somebody who's got this phenomenal story of how they came into the country rather than this person who's just made a whole bunch of money. So what's really interesting to look at is to just dig deep and understand the other person. So circling back to that social media conversation, if you actually, that troll who's just going hard because 
because you said some controversial thing about whether it's food or whether it's whatever that is that you said and that person actually had a chance to sit face to face with you and to speak to you and you got to understand the programming that that person got to bring them to where he is and where this battle is within himself and how he's projecting his battle onto you is going to be something phenomenal. Like you get a trip out. Of, I would get a trip out of that. I right? trip out on that. Yeah, trip it, out of it. for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, what's interesting is be like, I'd be like, okay, you know, so somebody will say like, you know, you're coming to Toronto and, and we're going to stop you or, you know, I get that a lot. Wow. Right. And I'll okay. be like, okay, show up, come on over, yeah. come on down. But they never do. Yeah. They never show up. You know, it's just amazing to me. It's like, look, come on down. You want to try to stop me? Why don't you come on down? See what's going on. Why don't you come to this event? But they never actually come to the event. And that's another thing that's interesting about the trolling is it's it's pomp. It's um, positioning. Mm-hmm. But it's not action. It's not action-oriented, right? But it's, it's still, you know, you're a man. So I get that, that you can play hard like that. If that, you know, turned out to be me, I'd have security on me. Because if you're a woman and you know yeah, right. you, want, you have yeah. to stay safe too, yeah, right? That's because true. We hope that, but sometimes there are some crazies out there that you know you just have to be safe and you have to make sure that you're taking these the measures to 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 have safety for you know never location where you are like the true location your your kids your family like keep those things private that is very important about social media i never reveal exactly where i am or what's really going on Mm -hmm. um because of that reason just just because there are crazy people out there and i've experienced them firsthand and by the way there's a lot of them that are trolls and Mm -hmm. it happened recently this gal who's she's kind of like a stalker over the years and, and she's come you know after people i know or my assistant or somebody else who does the work that i do and mm-hmm. she, you know she'll focus on them for a while and she was she hit me up on youtube and started trolling me heavy on youtube and i just block deleted mm-hmm. and, and got her out of there but it, it's sometimes mental illness yeah. that's behind this and yeah. that's another thing too is we do have a lot of mental illness in our civilization mm-hmm. and that's something we have to face mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I think it's just really a great conversation to be talking about how, like, I, I coach a woman who's, you know, she's very big on social media, too. And for her, her her big struggle is if she posts pictures where they're not, you know, face-tuned, they're not Photoshopped, or they're not, whatever, and then she goes out in public, you know, she feels like people are going to look at her because she doesn't look the same. You know, like, right. the problem is, right. you know, if you're on social media and you're fixing your stuff, like, I'm telling you, these people are, like, people tell me all the time, like, how do you just hop on your stories and look, you know, like, your hair is all over the place? Because I'm like, because then they look at me in public and they're like, yeah, legit, that's what she looks like on the phone. And, you know, and I'll literally see people, like, dropping off my kids and they're like, oh, I just watched your stories. You're wearing the same thing. I'm like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. So if you're going out and you're face tuning or you're photoshopping your pictures too much and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're in the real world and people get to know you, that's a you know, you got to take care of that. You got to be careful with that. And with you, we're all about that authentic post, right? Right, exactly. That's like social media how you're doing it is it's all about staying authentic, being authentic and staying away from these, you know, app changing 
things so that I, I it was amazing to me to find out that facetune was the most downloaded app on the internet number one jeez was that That's a sad. That, it kind of is sad yeah, it's like it's why sad. do you have to change who you are yeah. just be who you are and and actually in my opinion you're going to be much more successful actually not using those things Right, because then you're all of a sudden. Oh, I got to I've got. I can't. Yeah. I can't go on right now because I don't look good, or I just woke up, or you know. That's what social media is there for. It's reality TV 2.0, isn't mm -hmm. it? It totally is. And so it's like people want the real stuff. So let's give them the real stuff. And you know, even if it's controversial, even if it's you're gonna connect with people, and people are gonna resonate to this, just like they're resonating to this too. Like how many people are getting some hate on social media? They don't know how to deal with it. So turning it back around and having that conversation of it being not about the hate, but about the learning, like about that person is probably going through a difficult time, and you're just like, you know, why aren't they just deleting you? Like <laughs> just. Just if you're yeah. not happy with the content, right. unfollow by totally. block. Like, yeah. Why are you coming after me? Yeah. You know? It's so crazy how some people, like, I would never go to somebody and just in a negative way or criticize. You just, like, yeah, just, just follow somebody else, thing, do something else. If they don't agree with what you're doing, it's not for them to go and, you know, to be the voice of reason and, you know, of religious police. Like, just block, unfollow, and move on with your life. But that tells you something about the, the troll, which is their time waster, their oh. time vampire they're trying to grab your attention and time mm -hmm. right which is they know is a valuable resource to you mm -hmm. and that's why i'm telling you you block delete don't get caught up in it at all just you know sometimes it's, it's a legit response and you know you're like oh okay i didn't think about it that way yeah and that's kind of fun sometimes you, you know because someone will read into a post something you didn't quite see there and you're like oh okay they're getting it that way okay cool but then, you know, if it goes beyond that, block delete. And then that way you're not getting, it, it, you're not being pulled into that game. It's so funny. There was this one, I really, it, you know, my platform's, well, first of all, I, I'm nowhere near your, your, your level, but my platform's like pretty, you know, it's like I have a lot of really positive people. So I've never had like any kind of negative stuff, which has been, you know, it is what it is for now. One day I do this, I'm really close to my kids and I'm extremely affectionate. So I kiss my kids on the mouth. I would make out with my kids, but I don't, and my husband would be mad at it. But that's just my thing. I kiss my kids on the mouth. I just love my kids. Anybody loves their kids. I'm just saying that's what I do. Anyways, I do this story, super cute, boomerang. I'm kissing Yanu, it's my two-year-old son, on the mouth. This woman sends me a message, and she says, you know, you should really uh, stop kissing your kids on the mouth because that's how they turn gay. And I was like, oh. This is the first. <laughs> yeah, I said. <laughs> like, whoa, I haven't had, heard that one I before. A lot of fun where I get so many, I'm a coach, right? So all of my DMs are really long and I get people's life stories and they don't understand that like that's why I have a one-on-one. -on -one. Swipe up, book a coaching. I'm not going to go through your life story on a DM. Like I just don't have that time. So, so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll screenshot it and then I'll put it up on my stories and I'll coach it through. So I did that and I screenshot it and I put it up and I came at it from a space and I answered her and I said, wow, I said that's, but I really came from a place of compassion. Like I really genuinely did not feel like she was coming to attack me on don't make out with your kid. You know, she was coming from, this is her experience of life. And I was like, how sad is that? That you think that if I kiss my kids on the mouth, that my son is going to turn gay. And in what world did that happen? That's a you know? trip. What Crazy, a trip. Right? So I was like, what is this data that you have 
because I'm like, I'm surrounded by gay people. I love gay people. I have nothing wrong with that. My, you know, best friends are, no problems with that. And I said, I'm, you know, there, I've never seen any correlation between a mom kissing her kid on the mouth and a son turning gay. So I answered that. I screenshot and I put it up. And then she really realized that I didn't take it as, was you weren't attacking me that's just you're thinking about it and she was like yeah well you know my cousin turned gay and blah blah and her I was like yeah but that's just that one instant so people got such a rise out of oh my god I can't believe she said that to you and I just wanted to show that like I'm not mad at this I'm actually not mad at her and she was like I can't wait she's like in Portugal or somewhere and she's like I can't wait till you come and I really respect you and it was all love but if you take it from a space of Oh my gosh, she's judging me and and then attack her. Well, that meant that her learning of what she actually thought, she's going to keep thinking like that. And that's sad. Yeah, it really is. Isn't it really that is. Sad? It's, you know, you're getting onto something really important, which is not taking it personally. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really important too is like again, these people don't know you. They, they don't, don't know I you. mean, what do they know? You know, it's they, like they they never interacted with you. It's no. they saw some post on they saw you had 10 million fans. It, whatever it is, and they they wanted to react and they wanted to judge you or whatever. They don't know you. So, you know, don't take it personally. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. it's their stuff. So, you look but it's kind of I just find it fascinating what their stuff is. Yeah. It's very interesting me too. And it was funny because people were always asking me like, "Oh, I can't believe how you answered her like that. I would have freaked out." And I was like, "But if you start with if you start with the mindset, I believe I genuinely manifest the followings that I have that are not negative. Like I just don't have those. I don't. So I genuinely believe that if you're following me, you're into the content that I have to do. So if I start with that and you, you know, you like what I do, then it's just a misunderstanding. Then it's just a communication barrier. Then it's just a, a learning and it's a different society, a different. So if I start with that and I think she still likes me, then it's not about me. Then it's just about the actual communication. But if I start, then I shouldn't be growing up on social media either. If it's getting to me, then maybe the social media is just not my platform. That's a great statement right there. That's an important thing. If you don't have a thick skin, if you really cannot deal with people attacking you or trolling you or whatever, you should should really rethink about your, your social media use right because stay private yeah stay private do something else you know it's not for you it's not for you you. and people and it's funny don't you find like people always i don't know how you do it i could never so don't do it nobody asked you to do it right i don't go to you and say i don't know how you live your life please don't go to mine and tell me i don't know you know you post about your kids my kids are always with me what am I put him in a drawer like my kid is there I love my and I want my kid there it's my life if my kids are happy my husband's happy my family's good I'm good yeah how about you you know if that's not working for you that's on you but it's working for me I like that Yep, it's really interesting. And and we do need to think about that now. We've had enough experience with social media. We've had enough experience with the internet. We need to think about, okay, what do I want to expose my kids to? You know, what do I want to ex- expose myself to? Mm-hmm. And then you, you look at your life and who you are and how you feel about things and you really go to a place of self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. Can you handle it? 
Yeah. And if you can't, you need to do something else. It's yeah. really an important and point. And it's okay. It's okay. Like, really I don't know okay. Why everybody feels like they need to have some. Some big people are empathic they, because they think they think that that gives them validation. Uh-huh. That is not what validates me. The number of I don't even look at it. Like I really don't. Like Amir looks at my account more than I do. I couldn't care less. Me too. It's not important to me. It's not what validates me. It's a platform that works for me because I can impact greater amounts of people that's it i totally we're so similar in that way i don't even look at it i it's you know and that's another thing too is if you really want millions of fans you'll never get it you can't get it because you want it Mm -hmm. right it's that thing of you let it go it's like i don't care it doesn't matter i have i got into social media because my whole goal my whole life has been able to get my message out raw foods superfoods super herbs detox having the best day ever Mm -hmm. healing technology and all of a sudden, there's a free way to do that. Yeah. I'm like, well, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, I come from the fashion world. So for me, to get my brand out, we were in Vogue, L, Lulu, Chatelaine, Flair. I literally had every single magazine editor. I was doing ads every single month. That's how you got your brand to be known. Now, all of a sudden, the social media thing pops out. Then I'm like, this is how we're going to brand this brand. And then my transition was, wait a second. People really give a shit about my life. Why did, okay, so let's give them more. Now that I have a platform, well, let's give them content that will actually make a difference in their life. You know, to me to take pictures of myself is the most boring thing in the world. That is not interesting to me. But to me to sit down and to give them, you know, quality content that will impact their life, now we're making a difference. We're so similar in that way. It's crazy. That yeah. was fun. I like, you know, I got into Instagram because I like taking pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was fun. And now it's all video and it's completely changed around. But the original impetus behind it was I, li- I had a whole library of pictures I'd taken over the years. And I was like, I should just put these on the internet. This yeah. is some cool stuff. People want to see what like what spring water in Iceland looks like. Yeah. Here's you know? what spring water. And I mean, it's so funny because I get bored. I just, I also get bored. I'm always like, what's next? What's next? What's next? So, you know, I drive my team a little crazy, but I'm always like, all right, what's next? You know, it's picture. Now it's videos. Then what's next? How we do it different? Like, I want to stay ahead so that I don't get bored of my own content. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, Like, exactly. I'm more in trying to entertain myself, I think, than other people. The, then I just take them on the journey. I'm like, guys, what about this? You I know? have actually used those words exactly that way before. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, actually, a lot of times I'm doing Instagram or any of these stories or whatever just to entertain myself, just for fun, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and it's like, well, I get to share this with other people too. Yeah. But I would, I'm, I have been doing this anyway, filming, you know, like, a, you know, little squirrel comes and wants to eat acorn out of my hand. I'd film that anyway, you know, <laughs> so now I can go, just guys. like share that, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's cool in that way, but it's not that I need to share it. It was just, it just kind of happened that way and it was fun. Yeah, and people ask me all the time, they're like, oh, but how do you, you know, how do you post the stories? I just post whatever the fuck I want to post. Like that's what's beautiful about this thing. It's your account. It's your life. If I don't, if I woke up and I don't feel like talking to anybody, my phone's off. Yep. You know, like if I don't want to do this, I don't want to answer. I'm not getting an answer. It's going to be okay. People will, this is not what makes you. This is not, you have to shift away from like, this is what validates me. This is what, it doesn't do any of that. Validate yourself and then have fun doing it. You, and that's, the yeah. you don't have fun anymore, close that shit down. Exactly. It's, it, it, it's like a, an addition to your life. It isn't your life. Yeah. Right? Don't make it mean something about you. Yeah. 
It's, Can you imagine? Oh, uh, that's that sounds terrible. Yeah, no. Then it's a roller coaster ride. Then you're up and down, and somebody says something, you're you're flipping out. You, you, you know this. It's really important. It's like relationships. You need to be whole yourself first, and then you can find the right person to be with. And if you're trying to complete yourself with social media, just like you'd complete yourself with some other person, it will never work out for you. Yeah. It'll be a roller coaster ride. It'll be a, an emotional upheaval. I just think it's so fun that we get to live our life through this journey that we're creating, and then we're taking you know people that want to connect with us on this journey together yeah exactly right? it's just a journey some days are gonna look good others not so much some days you're gonna have 10 pounds on others 10 pounds down others you're gonna kill at life others you're gonna fail so what yeah doesn't mean anything about you we all fail we get back up and we do it again another thing that i really like about social media that and it's one of the reasons why i do social media is that i can connect with friends all over the world instantaneously oh, yeah. That's a really amazing so thing. Cool. And you know what's so fun is I have friends from all over the world and connections from all over the world and they feel like they're totally, like they, they know my kids, they know my squad, they know every single thing that I'm doing. That's a miracle. It's unbelievable. That part of it is miraculous. Yeah, it is incredible because you're a public speaker like I am. You yeah. travel the world nonstop for years and years, right? So I've got friends all over the place and I have to do the rounds, you know, this, yeah. so that keeps me going, you know, it, every three years I've got to be in Bali. Every, you know, two years I've got to be in Australia. Every, you know, it's because I've got friends over there. Now with social media... It's like, whoa, I'm, I'm right up to speed with okay. where my friends are at. Yeah, you know, the guys that I play music with are in L.A. right now. They landed there yesterday. Yeah. I'm right up to speed with what's happening every day with them just yeah. through social media. That's you a miracle. You see if they're crushing that concert. You see what they're doing. On, like, you can be other people's biggest supporter from your living room, yep. from your couch, from wherever. You you know, you go to pee, you're catching up on your like daily. To me, it's it's actually even more fun because I'm such a I'm such a supporter of people's success. So it's really fun for me. Like a lot of people tell me, like, oh, you know, social media gets me down because I'm comparing myself. I'm like, that's unfortunate. It really to me it's the complete opposite. If I see my friend, whether I speak to them every day or every month or every year, crushing it in life, I am like, this makes me happy. Like, if I can wake up with that in the morning and see other people doing good or my clients just crushing life, like, that's fantastic. That's amazing. It is amazing. And really, you have to be there to stay in social media, mm -hmm. right? Because the emotional upheaval of like comparing yourself to someone else or you can't stand what somebody posted, you have to react or respond, right? Yeah, yeah. right? It's, that's not for you. This, is, this, this platform isn't for you. Um, but for people like us mm -hmm. and if, for anybody listening right now, if you've got friends all over the world, this is a miracle. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it's like, you know, you can look, it's kind of like this, you know, I, I keep thinking about that it's the phrase in the first paragraph of Charles Dickens' book, A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Mm -hmm. It's just all your perspective. Yeah. There's so much about our world we could right now we could say is the worst ever. Yeah. yeah. And just one little quick angle of different perspective and we go, geez, that's actually the best ever. It's the best ever. It's the best ever. Let's just shift that perspective. Shift Thank that perspective. Thank you for that tonight. That was awesome. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. So this is your morning wake-up. 
I want to wake up with you every single morning. I want you to wake up to put me in your ear and I'm going to get you at peak performance for your day. So no more listening to music in your car ride. No more calling every friend that you have today. And for the next 30 days, I want to wake up with you. I want to be in your ear as you drive to the office. I want to be in your ear as you get yourself ready for the day. And here's why. The first minutes of your day are critical. You've heard it over and over. If you've had any kind of personal development, you know that what you put into your mind in the morning will set your day up for success. So today I want to set you up for success together. But guess what? Your day doesn't start this morning. It starts last night. So tonight before you go to bed, we are going to structure the next day. Because guess what? If you think that you're going to wake up in the morning and start going from a space of being ready for the day, you're behind the eight ball. What I want for your life is I want you at peak performance. What I want for your life is I want you to know for the first thing when you wake up, your day is done. Your schedule is done. You know what you need to achieve and you know what goals to achieve. So the night before you go to bed, every single night before you go to bed, your schedule has to be made. Your clothes has to be ready. Are you starting off with a workout? Are you starting off with a morning meditation, a walk? What is your morning routine? I want you to have it set up the night before because if you wake up in the morning and you're struggling for what am I going to wear? What are the kids going to wear? What lunches am I going to prepare? You are behind the eight ball. So get your clothes ready. If you're going to the gym, pack your bag. If you're going to the office, get your clothes ready for the office. If you have kids, make sure their lunches are ready. It's such a huge time saver to be able to know exactly what it is that they're going to eat, exactly what it is that they're going to get dressed and exactly their things for the night before. I get my kids to run their routines themselves. My kids get her her clothes ready the night before so that that takes care. Anything I could delegate in my life, you need to start to learn how to delegate. Okay? So that's number one. We're getting you into a routine so that in the morning, you're ready to go. Number two is when you wake up in the morning, I don't want you strolling through your Instagram. Unless you're watching my stories, that I'm okay with. But anything else... <laughs> I want you to get off your phone. Why? Because you're going into a space that is not yours. I want your space. I want your mind. I want you to get into a space that is yours. You need to start creating your own success, your own journey. Start being the master of your own life. And it is not by comparing yourself to other people of their perfectly curated life in the morning that you're going to feel super good about yourself. What I want you to do is put your phone away. First of all, you shouldn't sleep next to your phone to begin with. I put it so far that I literally have to get up, turn my alarm off, and then I start my day. Feed your mind for the day. Feed the first things that you're putting into your mind has to be gratitude. You have to wake up from a space of what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Have you taken a second to look at 
What are you so happy about? Do you know how easy it is for us to criticize ourselves? But yet when, I'm, when I ask you, what are you thankful for? What are the blessings that you have in your life? It's very, very challenging for people to come up with. So I need you to be clear on that. What are the blessings that you have in your life? And then I want you to get into your actual routine. Here's how your routine is going to start. Start with water. Hydrate yourself. It sounds silly, but that is the number one thing. You're waking up, you're dehydrated, hydrate yourself. Then if you want, I'm not going to go into your diet because that's on another podcast. I need to get into your head. So whether you're rocking out a super coffee, which I recommend, a bulletproof, uh, you know, your morning smoothies, your whatever that is. Make make sure that that routine is your routine and have some you time before your kids ever get up because there is something magical of taking some time, whether it's meditation, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's moving your body that gets the oxygen back in your body and you ladies, men, we are talking about peak performance here. We are not trying to have a good enough life. We're not trying to have a nice life. We're trying to have a phenomenal life of impact. So you need to start being the warrior that you know you can be and that only starts with a morning routine. So once you get your morning routine in, you're getting your kids out the door, your husband, your wives, whatever it is out the door. Now it's about productivity. Now it's about you. And I want you to actually time what it takes for you to get ready, get dressed, get your face on, your morning cleanse routine, all that good stuff because you need to know how much it takes to get ready. And again, we're not going on these photo shoots so maybe if you're being able to take a few minutes off of this like critical long morning routine you might have the time to get a morning workout you might take the time to be able to to take some time to maybe read one chapter listening to one podcast Remember, you need to feed your mind in the morning. You need to get into a space of action, a space of hunger. Remember when we were kids, we always were hungry for more. You had dreams, you had goals, and now guess what? You're tired, you're exhausted, you have excuses. What I'm talking about is I don't care about your excuses. I don't even want to listen to them, and I don't even want them to come into your space. So when you're going on your drive, your commute to work, because guess what? We all have to make money. But guess what the other thing is? Happiness. Isn't that what we're all about? We're all about happiness, right? We're all seeking this happiness. Well, guess what? If I make you three times more money, five times more money, you will not be five times happier. So happiness is not a direct correlation with financials. Financials only works until you can get into a certain limit where you're paying your bills, you're being fulfilled. After that, guess what brings you happiness? It is community. It is people. It is making an impact. So if you're just chasing the coin, you will not be happier. So what I want you to look for in your day is not just how can I make more money. It's not just how can I scale my business. I love the scaling of your business, but I want you to include into your day how can I make an impact. How can I help other people? How can I have a community of people around me that will empower, that will champion my success? That's my next point. 
what is your surroundings. If you've seen anything that I do, you know that my number one thing is my network. You've coached with me, you know how much I share my network. Why? Because who you know will help you get to the next level in your life. So today, as you drive to the office, as you drive to wherever it is, I want you to think on what is one call you can make today, not tomorrow, we're talking about today. What is one call that you can make that will push through, whether it's your business, whether it's your relationship, what is that one person that maybe you forgot to call, maybe you've never really did that call, but that can lead you towards having a network of people that will help you get to where you need in your life. You have to shift your mindset from a mindset of going through the day, of going through your to-do list, of going through, I get to the office and I do my work and I'm out. I want to shift your mindset into achieving the results and the goals that you want in your life. Now, at different stages in our life, we want different goals. Yes, number one, maybe you're a student. Maybe now all you want is to get good grades. Well, guess what? You're going to have to be productive in that too. What does that mean? That means you're going to have to work your ass off for it. I am so over this, this, this era of just social media thinking that it's so easy to get results. Why do you think I share as much as I share? Because I want to show you that in order for you to get the successful life, both financially, both in happiness, you need to work your ass off. And how do you work your ass off? You need to learn. You need to constantly learn. You need to constantly push yourself and bring in more and more people, more and more knowledge, and guess what? More and more expertise. I am all about failing. You know why? Because if you fail and you learn, you have to get the lesson though, but if you fail and you learn, that will push you towards the next one. And you're not going to be so scared of failing, so scared of taking risks. So you're getting into your head and we're creating this new person that you know is inside of you because if you've clicked on it there's some reason that you're attracted to some kind of quality that I have and guess what that means you have it too because we are attracted to people that make us want more out of our life and maybe you just got into a different space in your life where Maybe something happened. Maybe you're calling yourself lazy. Maybe you're calling yourself tired, but that's just a story and that's just a label that you're putting onto yourself. And today you have choice because when you are in choice, you can take another decision and you can move back into action. So today I want you to choose and to decide differently. I want you to choose one thing that you will do in two areas in your life. Let me tell you. First thing I want you to do, I want you to decide something that you will do today that will move your business forward. If you want to scale your business, look at your to-do list. Look at that to-do, which is probably endless. Look at these things that's been on your to-do list for the past week. What has been on the to-do list for the past week? Well, guess what? It's time you either get rid of it or you delegate it or you just get to it. 
I want you to realize that you don't have to become an expert at absolutely everything in your business. If you suck at it, maybe it's just not for you. It's time to delegate it. If you are good at it, maybe just get it done. So today you're going to look at your to-do list and you're going to put what should I delegate, what should I get rid of, and what should I actually tackle today? So that's the number one thing. Then we're gonna go into relationships. We're going to go into your body. We're going to go into your mind. I want you to do one thing. Guys, I'm having you do two things today. Two, that's it. And I made you call someone before too. So the second thing I want you to do is I want you to look at your life. Because as a business and life coach, guess what? I can make you make a shitload more money. That's the easy part. But if I don't make you happier in your life, if you don't have the relationships that you want in your life, if you don't have the connections that you want in your life, if you put on 50 pounds and you can't get rid of, I can get you all the money in your life and the world and you will still be unhappy. So listen to point number two. Point number two is do one thing to move either your relationship forward. Either if you've put on 40 pounds, it's okay. Stop making such a story about it. It's fine. Now let's get into action and let's get into peak performance so that I can start moving you towards losing that weight. What does that mean? You're gonna do one thing. You're gonna sit down, you're gonna get to the office and you're gonna look at classes. You're gonna look at a gym membership, not the ones that you have to actually show up and think about what you do. You're gonna book a class. And what you're gonna do is today, not tomorrow, today you will book a class for either today or tomorrow and you will sign up to a class at the gym. And then guess what? You're not just gonna book tomorrow, but you're gonna book another two times so that you are working out three times during the week. Is there excuses? Did something show up for you? Are you like, yeah, but I, you know, I have no time, I have no money. I have... All of these excuses, I really couldn't care less and I'm not interested in hearing that. This is what you want. This is what you deserve. So start working at what you deserve in your life. And if you deserve in your life to be happy, to be healthy, to live in vitality and to have the body that reflects your self image, it is time to start working at it and it's time to have the results. So if it's your body, book the gym. If it's your relationship, maybe you're single. Guess what? Mr. Wright's not gonna show up at your house. So what I want you to do is you're gonna book one thing, one night where you're going to be going out with your friends and you're gonna move yourself one step forward towards getting into a relationship. If you have one thing to do, to move the, yourself forward to getting the relationship that you want if you're single, the relationship that you deserve if you're married. Maybe book a restaurant, maybe book a spa, maybe book a walk together where you will both work on no phones and just the relationship. So your body, your relationship, or your mind. Guess what? We need to feed your mind. We need to get into your mind so that you remember who it is that you told yourself as a child that you were going to be. You deserve this. So I hope you do this. I know you do this and you must do this. Two things, one, move yourself one step closer towards your business. One, move yourself one step closer towards your relationship, your body or your mind. Write it down, do it 
now. Bun, good morning. Hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful morning. And I want to see you tomorrow that you listen to this again because guess what? Programming is the most important tool you can ever have. A routine takes 90 days to set in. So let's start the routines and let's get you at peak performance so that you can start to manifest the people you want in your life, the life that you want, the money that you want, and the life that you deserve. Love you all. Have a good morning. Bye-bye.